0: Yo 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 I am depressed. This is episode number 22 of the bask 23 of the basketball card podcast. I just recorded an entire podcast. 40 minutes. Something went wrong. It is gone. I cannot get it back. It is gone forever. I'm depressed. I don't even know what else to say. Um I'm just. I don't have time. It's late. I've got to make this quick. I'm go. I'm going to just fly through this, and I apologize for that. I thought it was good too. I thought it was a really good podcast. Um, number one, I've had some people. I had one person mention. Uh, do I advertise on the podcast? Yes, you can advertise through the podcast. Do you really want to? I'm not sure. But if you if you want to. Feel free to hit me up at the27guy on Twitter or uh, Cards, same name, the27guy. Um, so there's that. Secondly, my Eminence Project is still going well. Bought a Tony Parker championship tag auto. Not sure if I'm going to add it to the case, but thinking about that. Still picking up base cards from that set. I'm 27 of 50 into the set. I'm building a second case... Um, for those of you who are interested in that. So I have four trays now, two fours and two fives, and so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Oh, man, I'm so bummed that podcast is gone. Anyway, um, if you have any eminent stuff that you're looking to move, specifically the super high-end or the base cards, let me know. I updated my Imgur this week. Uh, The update for that is on the blog, so go to the blog um, and... uh, Go to my Imgur, check that out. There's some some cool stuff that I've added there. Um, I posted something to blow out today about um, a buddy of mine who is getting a little bit older and needs to move his whole collection of 400,000 cards. And uh, I've gone through maybe about 20% of it. And it's just, it's awesome sifting through this stuff. So, um, you know, he... I'm basically what I'm going to do. What I've told him that I'm that I'm willing to do is look through it all one time, and find the stuff that I feel like is stuff that will sell for basically eight dollars or more, and sell each of those cards individually through Probestein 123. Um, and there's I've you know already found several cards that I think are hundred dollars or more. I found a Paul Pierce raised the roof out of mystique. Um, and I got to do that today. That was really cool. Um, but, uh, but awesome that I get kind of get to do that. And, um, it just reminds me of how cool that, that time in collecting was where, you know, we were just looking for inserts. It wasn't all game used and autographs and stuff. And he has a ton of game used stuff as well, but, uh, but yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help him out there and, and, and probably go, for an hour each of the next four or five weeks and see if I can go through the rest of it. I spent an hour and a half today and, like I said, probably went through 20% of it. Hopefully I can speed it up a little bit. But um, I want to hit two main things on the podcast today. The first is Summer League and the second is the Flawless and Immaculate Previews. And I, Again, I want to go through this quick. It's late. Um, so, Summer League. My thoughts. D'Angelo Russell is weird. Um, he acted like he won the NBA championship after winning a game in summer league against a an average Sixer team. Um, average, I mean, it's it's a summer league team, right? And he he had a lapse on defense that allowed um, that allowed Philadelphia to to score. So um, yeah, he, then he hit an absolutely wonderful beautiful clutch masterful shot at the at the buzzer so i've got to give it to him there but he's just he's a weird guy i i'm not in, i'm not I'm not in that camp i i wasn't i didn't kill him the same way other people did when the stuff with nick, nick young went down but he's i don't know he's a weird guy uh ben simmons is scared to shoot the ball has a great body has terrible body language has um no ability to go score the ball right now, which should be very concerning if you're a Philadelphia 76er fan. Like, he looks like he's terrified to go shoot the ball. He looks like he has zero confidence in himself. He's got to shoot. He's got to be able to score. He's got supreme ball handling skills for his size and supreme passing skills for his size. But I don't know that he ever talks to anybody. He just doesn't... Just bad body language. Um... Along going along with that, Brandon Ingram is super skinny, so frail. Reminds me of, um, I don't know. Reminds me of some. Just he looks like some like a a an experienced stronger player will run through him and break him. Um, we knew that he was skinny. That that's fine. But the fact that he has not gained any weight through the whole pre-draft and draft process, and he's still rail thin. I mean, I think the average adult male, like, I don't know, like if he got into a fight with him, what what would happen? Because he, like this guy, I think this guy, like he's like 6'9", 180. I mean, I know he's listed at 190. He's he's rail thin and is just getting pushed around and doesn't have a great jump shot. A lot of comparisons to, to Durant and, and I see that. Especially because I watched a young Durant, but I think he's probably at least two inches shorter than Durant. I know they're both listed at six nine, but I don't believe Durant's really six nine. I think you know he's a lot taller than that. And Durant's one of the best shooters we've ever seen, and gained a ton of weight once he got in, once he got going. Ingram's got to gain weight. Uh, Chris Dunn's been unreal, but he's a lot older too, and so you need to you need to somehow try to figure out who. Who these other younger guys will be in three years, right? Because I think Chris Dunn is 22. Um, we're talking, we're comparing 19-year-olds to 22-year-olds. They're going to be significantly different. But um, I, he's definitely the early odds-on fa- favor for rookie of the year. Um, and the question that get, kind of is going through everybody, everybody's minds is, why did Danny Ainge take Jalen Brown when he could have had, um, he could have had either Dragon Bender or Chris Dunn, b- both of whom are playing very, very good ball. Uh, right now that looks like a huge mistake, but Danny Ainge is also a really smart guy. So you've kind of, you've got to give it, got to give it a sec. Um, Jalen Brown's got great athleticism and has, has a lot going for him. So, you know, maybe, maybe Ainge will be right, but, uh, but, uh, Dunn, uh, Dunn looks pretty good right now. Um, the older guys conversely look, look amazing. So like I said, Chris Dunn looks great. The guys who've been in the league a year or two or more, um, Trey Lyles, uh, has, has looked great so far, um, had 30 points, nine boards, uh, tonight or this afternoon and had a tip at the buzzer on an intentionally missed free throw to tie the game, which was the first time I think I've ever seen that work. Um, he hit the shot, uh, or hit the tip. Unbelievable. Um, but, uh, but a lot of the older older guys look great, right? It's not just him. A lot of them do. You know, guys who can't sniff the NBA uh, or can't stick in the NBA like Jim or Fridette are playing great. Um, and the guys who have been in college for more than a year look really good. I think Jakob Pertl's had a couple of really good games. DeLon Wright for the Raptors has had a couple of really good games. So those are some things to watch. Okay, now to the flawless and immaculate previews. Flawless... Uh, there was a preview that Panini or that somebody put out uh, about a week ago with Kobe Bryant, the Kobe Bryant jersey that was signed, and then a couple of cards. and And this is this is very interesting because the previews showed a an immaculate Logo Man auto of Kobe and a flawless Logo Man auto of Kobe. And before that, there was a preview that came out that showed an unsigned, yeah, uh, but but would would be was yet to be signed, I guess was the better way to put it, um, championship tag auto of Kobe. And this is interesting for a lot of reasons. One, because Flawless has never had championship tags or Logo men before. Nothing of the sort. And so seeing that, we would assume that it's not just Kobe Bryant who's in Flawless. We would assume that there's probably a Flawless championship tag auto set and a logoman auto set based on the fact that kobe we know is in there well that's interesting for a lot of reasons one because that's a huge step up for flawless especially when you consider that we have a very good draft class with towns and porzingis and you know there there are other guys in the draft that people are really into booker again lyles turner um You know, some people like Okafor, I'm not a fan, but, but there's, there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of guys there to be interested in. And so it's, it's, uh, I think it's an upgrade in rookie class. And then you're talking about including logo man and championship tags. It makes you wonder because everything that Panini does in, in marketing their products and in designing their products is to, to sell better and to make money. Why would they do that? Right. Did Flawless sell so poorly last year that they needed to do that? I don't think so. I think Flawless was pretty popular. It wasn't as popular as it has been in the past. I think that's largely because Eminence at some point came out way later than it should have, but it came out and people wanted, people always stop opening the prior product when they see that a higher end product will come out. And so clearly that hurt some of the sales last year. Um,. Why, why else would they have made it so much better? I don't know. I think, I think there are a couple of reasons why they may have made it better. The first is that they're making Flawless the best product. They're going back to 2013, 2014 and saying, yeah, you know what? Forget it. We're not doing eminence anymore. We're just sticking with Flawless. And they want to designate it as the greatest product. And that's how they're going to do it. Championship tags and Logo Man Autos, same product. Boom. Boom. That could be the other thing that they could be doing is they could be doing eminence, but they could be stepping eminence up. I kind of feel like they have to if if they're not if they're doing eminence and they're now including logo Man and championship tag autos in Flawless, they have to really step up eminence and especially if they're going to keep the price anywhere near where it was last year. Remember that the price for eminence last year was $5,900 for between 7 to 10 cards in a case, and the price for Flawless was $3,000 for, between, for 20 cards. You do the math, that's four times the amount per card or more for, for, for an eminence card than a Flawless card. Well, that math can't stay that way if Flawless has all of the best big money cards. And if eminence doesn't change what it did last year, then then that's what it, what's going to happen. And so I I kind of think that either like I said, eminence is gone, or that eminence is to be updated in a better way. And 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 so what I'd like to do is think about if eminence is to be updated, if, if they if they really are trying to make it a lot better set, what are some things that they could be doing with the set? Um, I think there's some very interesting things that they could change, and I've been very vocal about this and i've talked to several people who i hope could be people in power to to change things i don't know if it will help but i've always wanted two things and i know why they don't give us this i know that the that the um sort of strategy that that uh, panini has used has been to um put put the really highly collectible sets the very popular sets in uh, or sets and subsets and insert sets in d- into different sets, right? So people love the Immaculate Acetate Patch Autograph. Put that in Immaculate. People love the Large Patch Rookie Auto. The Largest Patch Rookie Auto. Put those in National Treasures. People love the Dual Logo Man, right? Put that in National Treasures and then last year in Flawless. People love, like, there are all these different sets that people love. There's a best rookie card. There's a best rookie parallel. There's a best logo man autograph. And what they've tried to do is they've kind of kept them in in segregated into different sets so that we'll have interest in all of them. Um, you know, you go back to two thousand twelve. There were three great rookie cards: the immaculate patch auto, the national treasures patch auto, and the flawless diamond. And and each of those for each of those three, you can make a case for why it's the best rookie card. And what I'm saying is. I want a clear-cut best rookie card. That's not something that they've given us for a while. And people can say, well, no, no, no. you know, National Treasures has been the clear-cut best rookie card. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Last year, the um, the Flawless Rookie, when it first came out, sold for about the same uh, as the National Treasures did, and in some cases sold for more. And the Gala Rookie numbered 8 um, has also sold for more than the National Treasures. And so that's at least three. Um, there there might be more. The Immaculates now uh, the issue that they had with Immaculate versus National Treasures in 2012 doesn't exist anymore, because that year there were twice as many National Treasures rookies of most of the key rookies as there were Immaculate. So with Immaculate you got an autograph patch, but it was but it was there was less than half of them as there were of the National Treasures. So the question is, did you like rarity or did you like the larger patch window? That's not the issue anymore, but there's still an issue of which is the best rookie. And I think Panini's made it intentionally difficult to figure that out. And that's good for business because you sell more boxes that way, but that's bad for the collector who just wants the clear-cut rookie, who's me, right? So my hope, that's my long way of saying, my hope is that Eminence does come out. My hope is that the base set moves from 50 cards to, say, 80 cards, and that 20 of the cards at the end of the set are autographed game used patches of the rookies numbered to 10 and those are not parallels can you imagine a true carl anthony towns rookie card with a game used patch auto numbered to 10 it would be a five figure five figure card out of the gate like out of the gate and it would be highly collectible, and they could have done it last year in Eminence, but it's my belief that they didn't want to cannibalize national treasures. They didn't want to ca- cannibalize um, specifically national treasures. They could—I mean, there's a chance that, that they don't want to do that again this year. Um, maybe they, maybe they'll, maybe they'll again decide not to do it. But that would be my first hope: is that they add a clear-cut best rookie card to Eminence, and if they do, watch out. Because, like I said, that's huge money. If the specs are game used from the base set, number to 10, no parallels. Or even a parallel to 5 and a parallel to 1, they would be huge. Um, the other thing that I think that they could add is um, both dual championship tag autos and dual logo man autos. I have been asking for years for the dual logo man autos. We all remember the days of exquisite. We all remember that that those were some of the keyest cards. And exquisite, I don't know if they went a little bit too far by doing too many of those. There were some combinations that aren't super great. Um, But Panini has yet to do the dual logo man autos. They've done dual logo man, they've done logo man autos, but they haven't done the dual logo man autos. Sorry, I think I said that wrong. They've done Dual Logo Man. They've done Logo Man Autos. They have not done Dual Logo Man Autos. Sorry, it's late. Um, I would love to see a, like, say 20-card set um, out of Eminence. And have the 20-card set be numbered to 10, numbered to 5, numbered to 1. Have the first 10 be... Patch autos. The first ten and the next five are very similar. Um, patch basically really nice patch autos of, of the best, the best combinations that you can come up with. I know they don't have jerseys for all of these guys, but you could imagine a Larry Bird, um, Magic Johnson. You know you can imagine um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Magic Johnson. You can imagine a Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, a Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, a um, you could imagine a Stockton Malone, um, a Wiggins Towns, a um, I mean a Kyrie, Kyrie, i was gonna say a Kyrie Curry, um, a Curry Clay, a like there, you could do ten to twenty sets like this, where the first ten or the ten, the number to ten and the number of five were dual patch autographs. And where the number one where the one-on-one version is the dual logo man auto. And it would be huge. I mean, a Steph Durant dual auto. Now at this point they'd both they wouldn't both be in Golden State uniforms, right? Because it's for the 2015-16 season. But I, I know and I know I'm probably just dreaming, right? But these are things that Panini can do. These are these are cards that they can create. They're cards that in that collectors would really, really love. And I don't see any reason why they why they haven't produced them or why they can't produce them. And my hope, and I'm just I'm probably just up in the night and it's never gonna happen, but my hope is that with them really stepping up flawless, that they realize that the only way the eminence can exist is if they go big time they seriously step up their game and that they give us the best clear-cut rookie that they can and that they give us dual logo man autos dual championship tag autos too it'd be great so that's my hope this version of the show was a lot shorter i know but again i gotta get to bed it sucks that it that it got deleted i know i know i know i know i know, I know. I, i'm an idiot but on the bright side uh, we're talking about sports cards and not other things, basketball cards and not, um, and not some of the really bad things that are going on in the world. So to all you guys that are listening, uh, thanks for, thanks for listening to the podcast. The hobby is great. Um, buying and selling basketball cards is awesome. Trading basketball cards is awesome. It's fun. Um, if you have questions, let me know if you want to advertise on the podcast, let me know if you want me to talk about anything on the podcast, let me know. Um, And yes, at some point I'll get back to those conversational podcasts. So uh, until next time, happy collecting.